Hi, welcome to Untapped Design, where we take terrible ideas and make them into magic cards. Why? Yes. For the first time ever, we're not doing uh, just me designing and then Caleb shows up. He's just here. Hello. This is interesting. Yeah. Because you mentioned a cool idea uh, during the recording of the last episode, and I want to do it now. Yeah, multicolored trines seem interesting. Also, you can make them stronger, I think, because the last ones were only uncommons. And I think once you add another color, they're stronger than that, so you can make them rares. Okay. So it's oh, and they're legendary. Okay, mm-hmm. they're so legendary. that that like puts in ahead of time like a little bit of a like a limit on them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are doing multicolor shrines. Do you want to do five or ten? Let's just do five. Which um, should we do? Allies or enemies? Uh, we did enemy cards earlier. Okay. So do you want to do allies? Sure. Okay. Let's see if I can remember the allies. We got Azorius. Well, I don't, so I'm trusting you to do this. Yeah, hold on. Azorius. Demir. I don't actually need to hold down the capitalize. Uh, Rakdos. I was about to say Boros, but that's wrong because it's gruel. <laughs> and then the worst one. Oh, yeah. Celestia. <laughs> uh,. I'm very mean to Celestia because I play Celestia a yeah, lot. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Throwback to when I used to only play white. Oh man, those were the bad days. All right, <laughs> very so tribal. Here I go. Uh, how to shrines? All right, I still have the bird tribal deck. Yeah. So we're we starting with blue white. We don't have to. All right. It's just. Well, I had an idea the for the green white one, so let's do that okay. one first. So the green one is make a dude. The white one is gain life. So why don't you make a dude with lifelink on it? Okay. Um, how big is the token? So it's only a one. It's one one, but so I'm thinking for this one, it's four mana. <clears throat> so two green and white. Okay. And the dude is actually. Let's make it a little stronger. So it's two green white, and the dude is a one one of Johnny's pride meat with lifelink. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lot more fragile than pride meat, but the potential is there for it to get bigger fast. Yeah. Um. Do we want it to just be a cat? Yeah. Cat seems good. Watsy didn't care about cats at all for years, and now cats are taking over. We even have a cat dragon. I think to keep wording concise, you would put uh, for each shrine you control here. Yeah. Create a 1 1 cat creature token with Actually, life link. It should probably be 5 mana, right? 3 green white? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whenever you gain life, put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on this creature, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So that works with uh, Mutate. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Okay. A strong white card. Yeah, but it's strong white because it's ta- attached yeah. to green. <laughs> All right. Um... All right, red, green. Yeah. So the red one deals damage and the green one makes dudes. So... Hmm. What about, like... I feel like are, I... Are they all upkeep abilities? Yeah. I feel like I want them to have some kind of, like, pump effect. Like... 
Because I was thinking we could do, like, a static ability and have it be, like, whenever a creature mm. enters the battlefield, give it plus oh. X plus X, whether it's the shrines. I could see that. But then the problem is that creature doesn't have haste. Well, it doesn't necessarily have haste. So maybe you could give it, like, hmm. Maybe you give it haste and plus one, plus one for every shrine you control, but like no other keywords or anything. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, so can you see the screen already? Yeah. Okay. Uh, whenever a creature enters the Do you think it should just be till end of turn, or...? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do they do? Okay. Until end of turn... Uh, where X is the number of shrines you control. Okay. I think I, I feel like I saw shrines on one of the uh, YouTube channels, the Disk Commander. Mm. Then I would make this one four. Yeah, I think that's right. I was about to put four red-green, which is not how you make it cost four. Alright, black-red. Rakdos does Rakdos things. Rakdos does do Rakdos things. I guess it's just... The existing shrines are like discard and ping, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of, like, not feeling that route. Like, I want it to sort of be like, um... Like, I forget what it's called. When you exile the top card of your deck and you can play it until the end of the turn. There's like a name. Yeah, impulse. Like an impulse draw. But also, like, like damage. Mm-hmm. So, or like for the black part, it could be like minus one, minus one. Like a counter of some kind. Like, target creature gets a minus one, minus one counter for each shrine you control. And then when that creature dies this turn, you get an impulse draw. But instead of impulse, it's like light up the stage where it's like your next end of turn. Yeah. I definitely like laying up the stage better than normal yeah. Bolstrom. Yeah, I think that's a little um, too weak for a rare shrine, and then I would make this one one black red probably. Okay, and that was shoot. Um, at the beginning of your upkeep, target target creature gets minus nope minus X minus X until. End of turn, where X is the number of shrines you control. (sighs) Oh boy. When my creature dies this turn, uh, exile the top. Should Should that second ability be for every shrine you control too? And then make it four mana instead of three. I like that. Yeah. That definitely seems like a good way to burn through your deck, though. Yeah, it sounds like Rakdos things. Ran out of cards yeah, because you're yeah. too greedy about it. Yeah. Sounds like something I do, too. At some point, I want to make some Hellbent cards because Hellbent oh, is yeah. cool, and I've mm-hmm. never seen a card with it. There's only one Hellbent card that ever gets played, and it's played in Legacy. Of course. Uh, that creature dies this turn. Exile the top X cards of your library, you may cast them until the end of your next turn? Yeah. End of your next turn. Yeah, I like that one. I feel like you don't need to re-clarify X, right? Yeah, I don't think so. And then 
I almost don't want to make it cast so that lands don't get deleted, but yeah, I feel like lands getting deleted is normal though. Yeah, for a lot of for light up the sta- light up the stage that you can play lands. I think right. I think light up the stage is not. I think there's one from oh. Eldrain that is red green. That okay. So then yeah, you could make it just cast instead of play. Yeah, it is cast right now. Okay, yeah, that's good then. I I feel like that's more balanced at four. Yeah. So that sounds good. Hey, wow, it's Demir. Oh, Demir. All right, Demir things. Uh, I guess the easiest one is like mm. like life drain, I guess. No, that's white black, right? Yeah. So blue black things. What is in blue black? There's ninjas. Ninjas are blue black. I So um, I've discovered one of my new favorite formats, which is time warp standard, where you pick a standard rotation from the past. Okay. And we did, um, I think it was the, the rotation from the beginning of Kamigawa to the next rotation. And I played some delightful uh, blue-black ninjas, <laughs> threw a Sensei's Divining Top in there. Oh, oh. oh yeah, Top was there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pad cards all around, Top was there. There's an Azusa. Yeah. Well, I forget what the end of that rotation was. Was it? It might have been shards. Maybe. Or not shards. Alara block. Because yeah. Okay. According to Gamepedia, blue black is related to secrets and forbidden knowledge. Uh, common mechanics: milling, card draw, wow. discard, library manipulation, casting from graveyard, large creatures with big back dr- drawbacks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unblockability. All right. I like the mill idea and the reanimate idea. Which one should we? If we could. I feel like reanimate for the number of shrines you control is really, really strong. So I here's here's the idea I have. At the beginning of your upkeep, you mill yourself equals number of shrines you control. And you can reanimate something with CMC less than or equal to the number yeah, of times you control. Yeah, I like that. But it's not a May ability. Yeah. So eventually you'll kill yourself. Mm-hmm. But I guess with all the blue cards that say you win the game instead, you might not. I mean, I feel like a lot of enchantments these days just say, uh, if you don't hurry up, you're going to die. Yeah. There's, uh, there's one in Ikoria that's like... Song of Creation, I think, is Teamer, and yeah. like, oh yeah, the you no one. longer get to draw cards. <laughs> cast a spell to draw cards. Yeah, cast a spell and draw two, but you discard your hand at the end of it. It's I love it because it's literally just like the three colors stapled together. Because, like, uh, it's green, you may play an extra land. Blue, every time you cast the spell, draw two. Uh, red, discard your whole hand. Like, okay. Uh, Standard storm, here I come, I guess. Four rows, four of that, figure the rest out later. Four mm -hmm. grazers. Oh, geez. How do you win, though? With Song of Creation? Oh, we have Thassa's Oracle in Standard and Jace. Oh, jeez. I'm playing Mono One Drops. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, that's a strategy. I see we haven't really seen what standard's gonna become with Ikoria, and I'm really scared of that one um the one mutate creature that says anytime you mutate this you could just have another Teferi and or Narset. Yeah. That's great. So the one uh, I'm more excited about companion in standard. Uh, there's the that white. That is going to be weird. Yeah, yeah. the white black one that you can cast creature that costs two or less from your graveyard every turn, as long as oh, only yeah. two CMC or less is in your deck for permanent. That's interesting because I feel like most of the planeswalkers are at least three. Yeah. So like it, but you can play it in like super aggro decks. Yeah, that'd be fun. I used to have a one drop deck actually. Mm. 
Okay, but yeah, the shrine. Yeah, I was trying to like talk while I was writing, and then that didn't. Yeah, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. The other one that is cool is the even CMC one, Guy Ruda. You can only have even CMCs in your deck. Oh, yeah. And it's like six mana. When it comes into play, everyone mills four, and you can reanimate something I mean, that's even. The otter is really cool, but it got banned in Commander instantly. <laughs> I want to. I thought about trying it in Standard. I think that might be fun. But oh, there's yeah. not it's enough really, really good cards to play in Standard, the, I don't think. The reason it got banned in Commander is pretty obvious. Yeah. It, it was literally a free 101st card in any deck that contained is it. Yeah. So the one thing, well, there's a couple things I think the Commander ban list does wrong but one of the big things is that cards i think should be separate from a commander ban list or companion yes. list rather than in the main deck i think that if you play lutri in your main deck it's fine because like it's whatever if you play it as your commander it's fine but the commanding disability is a little too strong mm. actually you know what i think lutri would have been fine i'm gonna go out there and say it partner is already fine i'm sure lutri would have been fine too I, I think we should have at least gotten the chance to try. That's true. Um, I think banning it before it even I, came out was a little too much. I think the problem is just that it, it is a fork on a body that can go into any is it or more. Yeah. Is it a fork or is it like a fork only for your stuff? I don't remember. It's only your stuff. But... See, I think that's fine. I would definitely think that's okay. Is that Why is that better worse than fork? Well, uh, sometimes uh, you'll play a spell, your opponent counters your spell, um... and then you'll want to fork their counter spell to counter their spell. That actually makes a lot of you sense. You could also like, think about copy your own spell. thing, but if your thing's not like a spell and it's a creature instead, that doesn't work. Mm. So that's a sequence that happens sometimes. And sometimes the spell your opponent's cat the spells your opponent's cast are just better. Like That's fair. Yeah, that one's good. Okay. So just to clarify, I have it as uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, mill X, and then return a card with CMC X or less to your hand. Okay. Yeah. What do we cost that? Um, since it's just your hand, it could be like one blue-black, and I think it'd be fine. I agree. All right, now white-blue. The control colors. Mm, yeah. Hmm. What to do for white-blue? White-blue, it could be like a Sphinx's Revelation, but that's kind of easy. I don't think I know Sphinx's Revelation. Uh, I play it sometimes in my Pioneer Control deck. It's not very good, but it can be helpful in some formats. Ooh, yeah, it's X, white, blue, blue, and you draw X cards and gain X life. Mm. Um, that seems a little lazy since we already did something like that. Yeah. I was thinking maybe give it like a flash counter. Mm -hmm. So like flash counter target spell with CMC or either with CMC X or less or unless it's controller pays X. Right. It could also be something like um, mm. I had a thought and I lost it. Teferi's ability is kind of interesting, like the five mana one where you untap X lands at the end of your turn, but that's kind of a green effect, not really white blue. Yeah. But it's just kind of put on Teferi for whatever reason. Um, I think it does make sense to have it at least be secondary in blue. Oh, okay. Because, like, leaving up two islands is always a power move. Yeah. So I remember the ability I was going with, like an O-ring type effect. Um, cause okay. there's white blue cards that historically have that like detention sphere and deputy of detention. Mm. So like for this one, it could be like for each shrine you control, you can exile, you can have a card exiled under it for this, but it doesn't go over. I don't know how to word that mm. though. Like if you have three shrines, you can only ever have three cards exiled under it. Yeah. But that seems difficult to word. So 
You did give me an idea. What about like a sleep? I could see sleep, like a like a freeze type effect where they yeah. tap and then don't untap. I like that. Not not even necessarily with the don't untap because it'll happen on each of your upkeeps. Yeah, but if so you just like tap, if you tap something on your upkeep, it doesn't do as much if you tap it on like as if you would tap it on your opponent's That's upkeep. That's true. But we haven't really been making all of these our upkeep abilities, so we could do it for the opponent's upkeep instead. Ooh, I do like that. Each. The beginning of each opponent's uh, upkeep, tap X, target creature, nope, target permanent. Yeah, I would just do non permanent. Yeah, non-land permanent is fine too. Well, because otherwise you just like, you just tempo them out instantly. Yeah, and just, and depending yikes. on the deck it can be really good, but you can cast instance through that, I guess. But yeah, non-land permanent is still good. Mm-hmm. Taps mana rocks still. Yeah, that's true. See, I was about to say something about Treasure Nabber, and then I realized that's not how that works, because yeah. it's only when they tap it for mana. I liked Treasure Nabber, but I feel like it's not always super good. People will just it's not tap good. their artifacts if they can help it. Yeah. See, but then you have, like... What is it? Covetous Jewel? Where if yeah. you get slapped, they take it? Personally, I like that card. I like that card a lot. I, I appreciate it because it's just the Monarch, but for mana. Yeah. And usually, if you're able to be a little bit political, you can pass it back and forth between a couple people. Mm -hmm. And then, as long as you are you have a better built strategy at that point, you can win. I just had an idea. For a really stupid commander deck... Just, like, make make a deck that is nothing but, like, get your opponents to fight each other. Mm -hmm. Have, like, Ludovic as half of your commander. Yeah. And then, like, run Covetous Jewel and uh, Marchesa. So you would mm, need what? Right. You, you would need white-black in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, but there's only... No, there are a few white-black partners. Yeah, the Timna is my favorite white-black partner. The 3-mana 2-2 with lifelink, and at your post-combat manning phase, you can pay X life or X number of opponents that were dealt damage this turn. Okay. And then you draw X cards. See, that would actually go well in that. I think. Mm -hmm. It yeah. could. Okay. Now I want to deck build this. Also, cost. Uh, I would just make it one white-blue, I think. It's a little good there, but you're also playing shines, so... Yeah, I mean... Because at that point, you have to be in at least three colors for it mm -hmm. to be any good, and like... Yeah, I feel like the hard thing about designing shrines is you need a ton of them to make their abilities really good. Yeah. Like, if you're only playing the three shrines in your colors, it's not going to be good enough. Yeah. So, I think making them a little stronger is fine. That, you have a point there. Because, like, yes, technically, all of these X effects can get up to ten, however... They're probably not going to, because at that point you need multicolor with mm -hmm. devotion. I think the high I think there's one with double and it's cost in the originals. I, I closed I don't thing. think so. I think they all just won. Possibly. I could be dumb. I thought the green one was. Nope. No, I'm just stupid and wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. The green right. one's just five mana. Yeah. It's not even the most expensive. Blue is the same cost. Yeah, blue is really good, though. Draw a card for your shrine at your upkeep. That is pretty good. Yeah, that is really good. Mm -hmm. I love drawing on my upkeep. Me too. 
But yeah, speaking of drawing shines on my, well. Yeah, speaking of drawing on my upkeep, though, I've seen so many opponents scoop against me when I'm literally about to die to my own Stormfist Crusader. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even realize, oh no, I can only get you down to two. I have two Stormfist Crusaders <laughs> on the board. If you just pass turn, I die. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, I feel like I should start learning when to remove them from my own board, but yeah. also... It's tough, though. Alright. Uh, I think that's enough designing on these cards. Yeah. You so, turned out pretty good, I think. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna have fun naming these in the end step. I, I think I'm gonna look up some, some Japan. Mm. Yeah. Okay, welcome to the end step. Uh, I'm going to try to go as fast as humanly possible because it is really hot in this room and I have some amount of professionalism, so I'm not going to run the fan while I'm recording. Uh, So, I've done a little bit of research on shrines. Now, all of the ones that currently exist start with Hoden, which appears to be roughly translated from... uh, Japanese meaning like fortress or something. I don't really understand what's going on, but I think what I want to do is I want to relate these to the gods we made a couple weeks ago. And what I'm going to start with is I'm going to open translate, Google translate to be specific, but I'm just going to type in translate. I'm going to go with English to Swedish. Let's try that. For shrine, Helgidum, about, okay, Mm. hmm, Helgidum is good, but what if I do, well, let's see what else it has, Helig, I like Helig, so I'm going to use that, H-E-L-I-G, I'm going to copy-paste this into all of the text boxes, and then we're going to work from there. So, these are interesting, because I don't actually remember what any of them do. We leave a lot of time between recordings, letting you know how the sausage is made. Uh, So, I have not seen these in, like, over a month. Almost two, actually. So... I think what I want to do is I want to see how close they are to corresponding gods. So the Azorius one is asleep. Yeah, okay. Um, That's not really related to either the white or the blue. What if I take their mutual enemy? Or mutual ally, I guess. So white, blue should be red. And then mutual ally would be black. That might actually work with red. So let's see how well that works for the rest of them. So for blue, black, that would be green. Uh, top of your library. What does Rita do? Actually, that does synergize a little bit. I'm just going to really quick make sure that they all work, but it's looking good. So this is going to be Mardu. Um, what does Relka do? Ooh, 
That's not really synergistic, but I still like it. So this would be Teamer. When a creature enters the battlefield under your control, it gains haste. And yep, yep, that's definitely a gruel enchantment. Uh, green and what and white would be... Blue? Oh, yes. No, not blue. Green and blue are enemies. Green and black are enemies. Wait, no? Hold on. Yeah, blue and black. So it should be white, blue, green. What do they have blue on? Because I was wrong. Is Teamer the other one? I don't know what I did here, but uh, I done screwed up somehow. Anyway. Is that right? No, because blue isn't the enemy of white. It would be black. Black, white, green. Yeah? <sighs> Time to go back to the multicolor page. It's sad that that's, that comes up really quick in my search history. Okay. So. Yes. Abzan, Jeskai, Soltai, Mardu, Teamer. Okay. How does that work with Abzan, then? Black. Um. Oh. I missed an each here on this card. Um, maybe I'll just do secondary colors. So does this work with blue? I mean, it's definitely blue. Uh, does this work with black? Not really. Oh boy. What if I do primary colors? That works all right with green. That kind of works with red, I think. That's really green though. See, the problem is not all of them line up correctly because like the the Celestia one is very white, the Gruel one is very green, but the Rakdos one is very black. The Demir one is the most Demir thing possible. Um, I could have just made secondary color gods, but what I'm gonna do, um, um, what I'm gonna do instead is go for what I was going to do with the wedges. So, white and blue would then be red. So, well, let's look. Yeah, raging storms. Helig of Raging Storms, uh, Helig of, so blue-black is green, hmm, how about Tainted Harvests, I actually do like that, okay, um, black, red, white, okay, <clears throat> mm. Crashing Thunder, that one's easy. Okay, whenever a creature enters the battlefield. Oh, right, right, right. So this is Teamer, which means it's blue. Brilliant Matriarch does not give me much to go off of. Duna does what? she ice-themed? I think she might be ice-themed. That's fine.
I like that. Helig of Frozen Peaks, because that still, like, gives off the energy of why they would have haste. Um, because, like, they're sliding down the peak. I don't know, I like it. Uh, and then finally, what color is this? Black? Maybe. Yes, Abzan, so it's black. Ooh, death. Okay. Oh, this doesn't fit at all. Dang, okay. That's fine. I'm still gonna do it. Um... Okay, so she's based off of Hell. Hell is, I think, cold, actually. But, um... How about just rising tides? Uh... Rising wilds. I like that. And the justification is, A, I think it sounds cool, and B, uh, it's mostly just that. Um, I think it fits, though. And kind of works with the idea of the god of death, because it's like raising a zombie army, but not really, because they're cats. Um, uh, we may revisit these at some point, because this is bad, but for now, um, that's, that's gonna do it for these cards. Um... Interestingly, something that we did not know about because this the first half of this episode was recorded so long ago, um, Morrow made a... Sorry, I, I forgot I'm supposed to explain things for people who don't necessarily know Magic. Mark Rosewater, who is the head designer of Magic, um, aka Morrow, uh, sent out a message on his blog yesterday where he said something along the lines of the next set is going to have an enchantment subtype that we haven't seen in a while that is specifically something that is not evergreen. So we looked at it and it could be either um, curses, which would be interesting, or shrines, which is what this episode is about. So it's possible that we're gonna see a return of shrines, which means we might actually get ally colored shrines, which means that these cards might be uh, illegal. I mean, obviously they're illegal, but like, y you understand what I mean. These cards might be redundant sometime soon. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what Core 21 brings. I'm excited to meet up with Caleb again, because I have not seen him in over two months. Um, and I am excited to see what you guys are out there on the internet creating, because until next time, I want you to keep creating. Obtuse Audio.